Here we go! podcast my name is nelson toro as always i'm with jose toro how you doing jose i'm doing fantastic and even better now that the beer is cold there you go we're back we made it another week that's two in a row let's keep this going uh this is your little bit of everything podcast and nothing podcast we'll talk about whatever we feel needs to be talked about we tackle entertainment we tackle sports and that's about it yeah we stay away from uh politics race religion Mm mm-hmm Save that shit for your Facebook and or Twitter feeds. I don't give it two shits, and we'll proceed on. All right, uh, right now let's jump into the entertainment news of the week. Uh, last week we talked about it on the podcast. We touched on it briefly. Actually, you brought it up towards the end, which I totally blanked on it. As you know, you're trying to bring up uh, news and stuff that we missed while we've been gone. So, but uh, two weeks in a row. I did remember this time. Uh, Disney basically told Netflix, see you later. We're taking all of our stuff, and we're going to create our own streaming service. Uh, No name for the streaming service yet, no price point. Just by the end of 2018, which is next year, all Disney movies uh, will be removed from the service of Netflix. I'm going to go ahead and assume Hulu, but since Netflix is bigger than Hulu, you know, excuse me, um, that was the biggest title. It's like, oh, it's Netflix. I'm assuming it's everybody. Because even Hulu had a deal, like, Hulu has the classic animated movies, uh, Netflix gets all the new shit, you know, Moana, stuff like that. So Disney's all like, you know, we're going to take in our ball and we're going to, you know, we let's make our own money here. So they have all the as hot properties. Need, as if they need to make more money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're their own country at this point. Uh, but, yeah, you think about it, they have, Mo, uh, they have, what was I say, Moana's its own little cash cow, Frozen, but... They have Star Wars, they have Marvel, they have their own properties, they have Pixar. Um, damn, you know, they do have a good service. And then when you when you think about it, as a parent, and you have a small child and you're traveling, you want the shut-up box. Mm-hmm. So this service is going to give you every single movie you know they're going to love, and you're going to pay that price. $15, $20 a month, whatever the fuck they want to charge, because it's all premium content. You know, like Netflix got some garbage mixed into whatever they have. So, you know, but the the only problem I have with this and, th- and that's because I am not I'm not so well versed on this, so I'm not sure how this is going to work out, but at least Netflix have like original series that keeps you interested. The content, yeah. Um, you know, Stranger Things and um and even though like um um Punisher and uh um Daredevil are Marvel uh properties, it's still on Netflix and those yeah, they'll still keep their yeah, they'll keep those uh, shows apparently. So, I'm wondering, is Disney going to have fresh new content that captures you outside? You know, do, but do uh, you, the, I mean, let's, let's put it this way. Uh, do you really need it if you, all you got to do is just have the whole Star Wars library available? 
do you need do you need this Disney uh, stream? Uh, you know, I mean, honestly, for, just to entertain your kids for a road trip. I just think that's. Um, it. I mean, I think they need more than just their own material. Yes, but I don't think they will. I mean, I, I just don't see them making fresh new material. I mean, because like that. I mean, Netflix here has done such good job with their series, barring Iron Fist, but. I don't. I I don't know how they approach it. I mean, because they're not gonna they're not gonna make a Narcos out of Disney. You know what I'm saying? They're oh not no, gonna... I 100 percent agree. But you have like we were talking about Pixar can start up a a a, 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 a series that they can do. Uh, Marvel can do maybe another series. I don't know what's out there. Maybe yeah. they can take Inhumans and then make it better instead yeah. of what's on ABC. Mm. Um, you know, maybe they can do a, a Star Wars series. I, I mean, they have some possibilities, but mm. what, what captivated me uh, about Netflix or Hulu um, is some of the other shows that they got. Now, I don't, and, uh, do, will Disney go dark? You know what I'm saying? Because Narcos is dark. Stranger Things is dark as far as content, yeah. uh, you know, language. I want to say sexual content, but, you know, it was it was a more adult Themed content, and I, mean, I don't know. If could, you, could you have? Could you have Luke Cage on Disney or Jessica Jones yeah. with the with the uh, gratuitous? Yeah. yeah, the gratuitous sex scenes that half the time I didn't even think fit in, yeah. in that episode or whatever's going on. But mm-hmm. um, you know, can they do that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. It's I don't know, man. It's that's it's a strange bird. We'll just have to play by ear. It's still a ways out. I mean, you still got end of next year. Uh, D23, which is their big expo in LA every year, I'm pretty sure by come next D3, which is next July, you'll have more information and we'll see where it goes. Whatever, you know, word or uh, title they want to give it, we'll find out at that point. I mean, do you think they could do some of the ESPN programming too? I know they're trying to get rid of it, but I mean, let's be honest, those uh, 30 for 30 specials are pretty good, the E60s are good. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think nobody wants to watch, you know, old episodes of uh, Pardon the Interruption and shit like that. But yeah. some of the some of the the reporting based uh, shows that they have, I think, are quality watching. I, I mean, I, don't, I honestly don't think they're going to make it a sports thing. Maybe they do because Hulu right now, uh, you, for thirty bucks a month, I think they said you can start watching live sports on their programming. Really? So yeah, I might have to look into that. Mm. So that's like twenty nine ninety nine a month. You can get that with Hulu. Um, and because right now, I mean, right now, what I pay on my satellite dish, and I, I don't, I've got as basic as I can get. I don't even have like HBO and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's still almost two hundred dollars a month just mm-hmm. so I can watch the Astros on route and mm-hmm. you know all the other things that I watch. But it, it just, I, I don't feel like I'm getting value out of it because mm-hmm. I don't buy pay per view movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do get pay per view fights, but. I mean, my channels that I watch are probably about ten, fifteen. I watch about you know my I mean, handful they, episodes they, yeah, on, they have on Netflix the, they and have Hulu. That, yeah, they have Slingbox now, which is a thing, uh, which is which is the a la carte uh, model uh, of cable buying. Mm-hmm. You know, but how does that really work in essence? I don't know. I mean, our brother Hector, uh, he had it, and then now he's on Directv. So what does that right. tell you? You know, no. but he also doesn't watch a lot of TV. I don't think. <laughs> But, uh, you know, like I said, we'll just keep our ear to ground on this and see how what the rumblings come out of the, the Mighty Mouse House, and we'll go from there. Uh, speaking of Disney, 
Uh, rumor is they've already landed a director for uh, the Obi-Wan single solo movie. I want to say single is probably a trilogy. But um, they've, they're going to be doing an Obi-Wan movie. Um, as a Star Wars fan, I'm not like Die Hard, Bleed, Sith, Rebellion, with all that bullshit. But I do enjoy the movies. Um, I'm, just, I'm really at the point where I'm tired of going to characters we know. I don't need to see Obi-Wan between whatever happened at the end of 3 to 4, you know? I just, to me, I don't need to see it. I want new characters. That's why I think Rogue One was such a breath of fresh air. Because it it may have been the overall story that you knew, but it was characters new to you. You know, everybody was new, more yeah. or less. Uh, you know, you have a few people that, you know, Jimmy Smits and the, the counselor lady or whatever. But there were new characters you were following, so it gave you a fresh perspective. And you could do more with it, you know. It's it's all new, but if you're just giving us another rehash, another Han Solo movie that no one really asked for, <laughs> it's just you know what I'm saying. It's I don't I don't get it. And then you know on the tails of that, they've announced uh, rumors are a Yoda movies in the works, a Boba Fett movies in the works, a Jabba the Hutt movies in the works. Which who the fuck is clamoring for a Jabba the Hutt movie? It's, it's, but but to me it's weird. I mean, you say who's clamoring for a Jabba the Hutt movie, which I think you can make him. You know, this this bad guy thing that's a good guy. You know, Walter White, he's an awful human being. Yeah, but, but he, people rooted for him. Because he can't. I mean, Jabba the Hutt's not going to have a kid that he has to provide for. He's a teacher. You know, I understand that, but, but there's, there's no redeeming quality of Jabba the Hutt. His whole family are just criminals. I, 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 th- I think people just want to watch how he was a criminal and how he came to power. Uh, I, I'm, I, not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm justifying not. it. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but I mean, I don't. It could be worse. I mean, Bubba Fett, he, he's like one of the most popular Star Wars characters of all time, and he's. What two scenes and died? Died. He's probably the fastest dying bounty hunter in the history of intergalactic you know, bounty hunting. Yeah, I, 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 what made me love Boba Fett but is costume. Well, that one in Slave One, but uh, the backstory. Once they, once you've read the expanded universe and how they fleshed out the Mandalorian culture, to me, I want a movie about Mandalore, which his the they're from. Which is basically, if you read it, it's like Pacific Islanders. The Maori, you know, the Tongan Samoans, the Fijians. Uh, I think you wish you were from New Zealand more than you were from yes, Puerto Rico. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I just all that all that stuff is fascinating to me, and I really, really wish more into that culture and or the Mandalorian culture. And I want to see that. And let if they make a Boba Fett movie that bridges, you know, from when he was on episode two when Django died to episode. Uh, Five when uh, Empire Strikes Back because that's when Boba Fett was introduced. That would be badass because then you could see him go back to his culture because it was just him and Django and the clones or all that other bullshit. But to just see that culture expand, but I don't know, man. Uh, there's there. I want new. I don't want rehash. I don't know how you feel. I mean, you're not that big of a Star Wars fan, but I'm. I like Star Wars. I, I mean, I've liked the last few movies they made. That mm-hmm. that that. That block that they made with with Jar Jar Binks and, and that, yeah, that, that, that George little, Lucas's last run, yeah, that 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 hurt so much mm-hmm. <laughs> because I loved the the first three movies as a kid. Now, do I read anything else deeper in it? Nah, I like what's on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to dress up like any of them or anything like that, but Which I mean, they're, 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 they're they're good stories. Yeah, I mean, so I don't have a problem with them. Um, so. 
So I, I, I would like to see Boba Fett. I I don't have a problem with Jabba the Hutt. I think he, you know, they can make him into like a some yeah. pretty badass gangster slug or something like that. But I mean, I don't know, man. I, I really, I don't see the fascination in it. But you know, prove me wrong because it, in the beginning I was about the same thing about Rogue One. I was like, really this? And then Rogue One was like, I still think it's the best Star Wars movie. Uh, to me, I was just really well done. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, anything else you want to add on that? No, I'm just curious to see what Disney can do to separate themselves from the pack instead of carrying, you know, mm. what they already have. That's I, what, yeah. I just don't think that's enough for me to pay $10 a month or whatever they're, they're going to be charging for. If they have new original content... We're talking about Star Wars. You want to oh, I thought, sorry, I thought you were talking about Netflix. I thought you were talking about Netflix. No, 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 no. Before you move on. No, anything you wanted to add to Star Wars. I thought Star Wars was part of the whole... Oh, yeah. You, you, I, you know. can go that route. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, technically, yes, it is. So. Yeah. Um, as far as Disney goes... Um, they could I, get, I mean, if they did original content Star Wars base, it would pay for itself. You know what I'm saying? And you, you don't have to... And you could spend a lot of money because you're going to get shit ton of people, you know on there but i think you're right it's gonna boil down to original content because that's how netflix won was with original content so we'll see um all right it's uh it's about watching them thrones time we're gonna be talking about a little bit of game of thrones uh last week uh i mean i'm pretty sure like majority of people in the world is ready because hbo fucked up and they posted their own episode for next uh this coming sunday's episode it's already online you can find it i myself as a true fan, has not partaken <laughs> in this leaked episode, but you... I, I call that horseshit by saying that you're a true fan, because mm-hmm. a true fan will watch the show multiple times, and mm-hmm. just because I started watching it on Thursday, mm-hmm. and I'm going to watch it again Sunday, doesn't make me any less of a fan. It does. No, it oh, does okay. not. But last, uh, last weekend, we had uh, uh, Eastwatch, I believe was the name of the, the episode, which was a really, really good episode. Setting things in place, showing, fleshing out these characters more. We started, and I, I told you when you came to watch at the house, I was like, oh, they're going to fucking just uh, drag out this Jamie Lannister falling in the water thing. Nope, they fucking took care of that in the first five seconds. So he survived. It was Bronn who saved him. I don't know what everyone else thought it was someone else. And, you know, it spoke, we saw Daenerys show her rules. You know, she was, she was like Ned Stark in that way. You know, Ned Stark, like, if you're going to deliver out a punishment, you have to be the one to uh dole it out and she burned the tarleys uh to death i mean to nothing that shit was crazy yeah, yeah it was a really cool scene uh oh yeah i forgot to tag spoiler warning but i mean i'm if you're a fan of game of thrones you've seen it at this point <laughs> so that's self-evident um but uh i think that whole interaction i think Tyrion is losing um maybe his con- not want to say control but his voice as the hand, because mm-hmm. everything he said has failed. Yes. So he has no real weight to stand on. So that's a good interplay there. Will we see, um, you know, some more struggle? Because we get to more scenes between Varys and Tyrion back on Dragonstone. Basically, it looked like they're plotting against old girl. I mean, you've, you've already said, I mean, she she did. I don't think she did anything wrong by killing the Tarleys. He didn't want to bend the knee. He didn't want to do anything, so you had to show who you're, what you were made of. She did what she had to do. She didn't burn them like her father was it her father. She didn't burn them like her father did. So I don't, I, I don't see that. Like I don't see, I see. To me, that's like a forced kind of plot line, I guess. 
they're trying to, you know, she did this one thing, so she's going to start burning everybody. Right. I don't see it. I mean, it's not like Cersei, you know. Uh, it's just, to me, I just thought that was kind of odd. I, I just think it's kind of weird that Tyrion's being such a sissy. I mm. mean, his sister is one of the most horrible human beings on the planet, mm-hmm. and she she is being this way. Mm. And sometimes you got to meet nastiness with nastiness. And he's, like, trying to make sure that Danny doesn't do any, you know, anything nasty. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, you sort of get it because you don't want her to be the Mad King again yeah. or or win over by using But she hasn't dragons. really done anything. Exactly. She, I think he's just terrified because uh, she's the got the Unsullied, she's got the Dothrakian army, and then she's got the, the, the dragons. Yeah. Which is not conventional. Uh, yeah, conventional. Yeah. but she hasn't, I mean, she's only used the one. Yeah. And we had a we had a speaking of the dragons we had the cool scene where John basically petted Drogon and you know it's like everyone everyone's on the other side of the TV screen he's like yeah that motherfucker you know why he, that dragon likes him so which also plays back into when Tyrion released the other two dragons out of Marine you know he could actually come to him everyone else got blown up or eaten so they also plays credence into the Mad King raping his mother and giving birth to Tyrion. That's why his father disowned him so much. So, that's interesting. Uh, any, uh, I mean, we had um, Jon Snow getting his dragon glass. Uh, really badass moment telling me, I'm a king, I don't have to stay here. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that whole interplay between him and Daenerys, uh, for them to have zero screen time for the whole of the series and jump on at this point, they've really, they've really worked well off each other. Emily Clark and um, Kit Harrington, they really have a good uh, rapport on the show, and and it, and it shows. You get to see the little, I want to flirt, sparklings of uh, affections, but it it played out really well. Um, any other scenes that stood out to you? When he uh, touched the dragon, I already said that. But okay. Oh yeah, way to be, uh, <laughs> way to be but, on here. Um, but. Uh, and the the closing scene when they were walking through the you know in, yeah everybody in, coming together the hound bond uh, Dondarrion the Toros uh, Thoros Amir that band of brothers going out to get they they want to capture White Walker everything was pretty cool uh, Cersei faking I'm swear to God she's faking this I I 100 agree with you I think she's full of shit and yeah she just it's control it's all about control and that dude Quiburn I hope he gets his shit. Or her her hand, the Meister who made the zombie mountain, all that bullshit. I, I, why are they why are they giving so much run? Yeah, I know. I don't I don't know. I, because I, she just needs somebody who's just as sleazy as she is, and he fits that because he took all of it. Uh, uh, very, uh, very, Varys, all his uh, little birds. He's now the master of birds and spiders and all that other bullshit. So we'll see how it goes. I don't know, man. Uh, I liked it. It was a really really good show. Yes, it was. Uh, Gendry's back, uh, Robert Baratheon's son. I think Sir Davos is actually the MVP of this show because his humor brings some levity to yes, some situations, yes. and it works out really well. He's been one of my favorite characters. Oh, hands down. And then even Jamie, because in the beginning, Jamie was a douche and you didn't like him, but you saw his arc, you know, because uh, you want him to be better than what he is. And like he, Tyrion is, is just like, he, he's pissing me off because I, I just don't get his angle of uh, mm-hmm. being so like. I don't know. Bitchy. Yeah, he's just like... He's whiny. He's he's not who he was before. And then he thought he was this master strategist, and she believed in him, and then everything just went to shit. And I mean, he failed, yeah. But, I mean, he met up with Jamie 
talked about some stuff. I like their scenes. Their scenes, they get along very well, and you can feel the, I guess, the brotherly bond between those two, and it comes across really well. Their interplay within that scene uh, was really good. But, you know, now Bronn's on the chopping block, if you think about it, because yeah. Cersei says, you know, what are you going to do about Bronn because he betrayed you? He didn't technically betray you, but I don't know, He man. wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for Bronn, so. so yeah, I, I don't, I want, I want to see how this goes, so. But, you know, next week, you've seen it, so don't spoil that for anybody, but we're going up to the north. Is it all, I'll ask you this, is it all following one line? Are we strictly in the north, or are we bouncing? You're bouncing a little. Okay. The majority of behind the wall. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I will not ask anymore. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, it was just like, you, you, I watched that episode and, and I was like, after it was done, I was like, I am not sorry I watched it. Mm. I mean, this is, and it was, what I tell you, it was uh, 71 minutes. Uh, uh, it was like an hour and 15, you were saying. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a lot longer. It made up for the two episodes ago when it was right. only 50 minutes. Do you so. think they did that on purpose to balance it out? Are they allotted certain times? I don't, I don't think they're allotted certain times, but maybe because, I mean. Because that's an odd number, you know, 71 yeah. minutes or whatever. That's. I know, we got six episodes uh in the final season but all allegedly an hour and a half like a bbc show like sherlock is all 130 uh 130 minutes it's an hour and a half you know that's how sherlock runs so maybe that's what they're gonna do love sherlock by the way please watch if you haven't um but never watched a single episode of Sherlock. really good show i think it has one of the best villains ever in tv when you get to moriarty i think i i hands down the guy who plays moriarty and within the show itself is like one of the best villains I've ever seen. Uh, that's a little tangent there, but um, but that's what the show is. Tangents. Yes. Uh-huh. Watch it. Uh, if you've seen Luther too, haven't you? No. Watch Luther too. All right. Not. Uh, it's an overall good. Show. I've been watching like um, uh, snow, uh, snowfall, snowfall, which I think is fantastic. Mm. Um, no, but the good thing about like I told uh, I told Gabby he loves it too, but or Sherlock. Is when you watch Sherlock, it's only three it's three episode seasons. It's only and they're all an hour and a half long. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas, what or Jamie Lannister let slip that they're actually filming in October for the last season. So we may not have to wait till twenty nineteen for this last season. We may get it next year, and which is sad and happy at the same time because it's done at that point. It just so, bothers me that this show could go on for like twenty years and it's. I don't know. I mean, you, I think. I mean, I'm, a, I'm exaggerating 20 uh, years, but I, I think this show's got a, maybe a good two to five more years in it. Uh, I mean, they, yes, yes, and no. I could see that. I don't know. It, yeah, Sopranos. I mean, Sopranos from start to finish, I thought was great, except mm-hmm. for the you know ending episode was, eh, but that was a long running. You know, uh, it was show. really well done. Uh, same could be said for The Wire, except for like The, the wire, wire wasn't as long as Sopranos. No, but the second season was really terrible too. As I'm not terrible, it was just not strong. Yeah, That's second like, season of The Wire is the reason I had stopped watching The Wire, so I had to start watching it again. Yeah. But I mean, I get it. You don't want to. You don't want to drag uh, it out. You know, and write a good thing too long mm-hmm. until it becomes shitty. It's kind of like a, a football player holding on too long or something like that. Mm-hmm. I get all that, but at the same time, it, it's just. It sucks that such quality TV is not going to be there. I, I think the rewatchability of this show is going to be... Like, right now, they're... 
when I feel like I like I like having background noise mm-hmm. when I'm like doing stuff around the house when I'm cooking for the family that I don't have to like when I'm watching a show and it's new to me I'm that's I'm, I'm engrossed I don't want to do anything else but as I'm doing stuff around the house I like to have background noise and I'll watch TV shows I've already seen and on rotation I can watch Parks and Recreation until the end of time and I will love that show going forward but that's like I think and that has that kind of rewatchability and Game of Thrones has that rewatchability you know what I'm saying it. It will engross you in once you get back in it, and so it, it will be. I, I will, once it's done, you're gonna watch it again. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The kind of deal because it's a long season. You're gonna remember. There are gonna be things you missed. The rewatchability of the show is gonna be amazing because George R. R. Martin and the guys uh, who do the TV show created such a really rich universe, and it's it's gonna be sad to see it go, but you can really dip back into it going forward. Yeah, and I I, I agree with the. Uh, watching it all over again because I I go back and I've I've watched um, True Detective season one, mm-hmm. but season two is. I even told you how bad that I was. I know, and I tried to give it hope, and I had hope for it, and I and I tried to I tried to. I gave it my, two episodes, and I was like, I, "This is." I watched garbage. every single episode, hoping for something to be better. And Vince Vaughn was terrible. They shouldn't have made him the bad guy. They should have made him one of the cops. He wasn't even a bad guy, really. He was just a, a mob guy trying to. I mean. There was no clear anything. Yeah. And then the good thing about season one, they had the occult angle, and that right. made it really strange. And this had no angle whatsoever. It they was, had the occult angle that was up in in the woods and but stuff it was just like not, that. It was like a sex and there, party and cult. That, yeah, but I mean that's kind of a real thing. I don't know about the season one, but it also helped that McConaughey and uh, Woody. Uh, uh, Woody Harrelson. I mean, they killed it. They absolutely killed yeah, it. Colin Farrell was terrible. Rachel McAdams was. God awful. God, yeah. She just there's certain characters, certain actors in Hollywood that don't fit. Mm-hmm. She doesn't fit the role of you know a badass, badass or, or burnout or, cop. She yeah, have, she does not fit because she was like I, 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 I see Mean Girls and Notebook when it comes to Rachel McAdams. Yeah. You can't make it sucks that you get you get you know pigeonholed into uh, certain types of character, but you're not gonna get Adam Sandler to you know play uh, a serious role. Yeah. I mean, we've seen him try, and it's... Yeah. It's only been one good one, and the rest have been terrible. Which one was that? Punch Drunk Love. I didn't think he was that great in that. So... He was nominated for a plenty of awards, but he tried, he's tried Spanglish and uh, other other garbage. The Cobbler. Yeah. I mean, it's been bad. Yeah. Um, let's roll on. Um, let's see... Uh, just a little heads up. I've been reading uh, some stuff. Justice League is going through its reshoots right now. We have the Spider uh, Spider Man Superman debacle of the mustache, where they're CGing CGing his mustache. So now you got to think about it. The budget has specifically set aside to CGI a man's mustache. So that's gonna be awesome. So CGI on it or off? Off it, because he can't shave his mustache because of another movie he's on, and they're for these reshoots. Now. If you haven't heard, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. They should just kill this movie. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, kill it. And basically, they said it's reshoots, but Josh Whedon has taken over for Zack Snyder, whose daughter committed suicide, and he had to step away, which is totally understandable. Now, he comes in, and then he's changed everything of this movie. But they're not like, even the same kind of director or, no. or anything, so it's like... You you see the difference within the trailer. Like, the trailer looks wrong. Yeah. Like, you can see Zack Snyder's touch, and you see Josh Whedon's touch, and it doesn't make sense. Like, 
when they showed the original trailer last year, if you look at it, it's dark and black, and right. now it's red. Yeah. So they changed color palettes. It's like really odd. And then the the guy from Cyborg said, "Oh yeah, uh, now it's totally different tone of a movie. Like there's more humor in it now." So I was like, "Did you bring in Josh Whedon because he's a good director, or are you bringing in because you wanted that group dynamic of humor? You know, it kind of shoehorning in this." I don't know, man. They, like all of this, it's gonna be. To, to you're me, gonna be watching two different movies. You're gonna watch a movie, and then ten minutes into it, it's gonna jump to the the other director, and you're gonna see it, and it's gonna be disjointed as hell. To me, it's like they overcooked a ribeye, mm-hmm. like a like a like a Kobe ribeye mm-hmm. that's worth like two hundred dollars, and they burnt it. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to fix it to make it medium rare. That shit just not, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. Mm. It, you you can't you can't put you know a couple of sides on a plate and then say look it's medium rare. I mean that's what they're trying to do with this movie. They're trying to you know put a couple little turds on here and there and then say oh it's it's perfect. Yeah, I mean Ezra Miller's approach to the Flash is terrible. I think Gabby once said he looks like a French steward from Third Rock in the Sun. And if he sounds I was like. Ever since Gabby said that, I have like that's all I hear when I see any trailer regarding Ezra Miller as the Flash. He sounds like French Stewart. You know, it's all scratched off like this. It's yeah. yeah, it's terrible. I don't know. I I just I I don't know. I, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's November. It's right around the corner. You're gonna fire sick the damn thing anyway. So I, I yeah I will, but I'm not going to the theater to watch it. I don't give a shit. There's yeah. just nothing about that movie that says I wanna I wanna watch it. So. Yeah. And speaking of team-ups, uh, what dropped today was The Defenders. Defenders just dropped eight-episode season. Um, I'm actually on episode three. You didn't even know it was on. <laughs> but I'm watching it with my youngest. Uh, we watched uh, and it's it's really good so far. The interesting thing I like about this is that um, when you watch it, because they don't group up. They're, I mean, I'm three episodes in, and they haven't come to, together yet. Uh, but... As you watch it, and it's, it jumps between each character, Matt Murdock, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, uh, Danny Rand, each shot that they come in, it mimics the show that they came from. So, like, the music and tone when Luke Cage is on is all hip-hop and that urban beat, and it has that yellow kind of filter that they shot the show on. When you go to Daredevil, it looks like it was shot in the original Daredevil, red dark shadows and all that stuff and the same for you know the it's a, a, for the other two where uh, i think jessica jones had different weird angles and a blue tint and stuff like that so when they jump between the characters it's really neat because you know who it is as they come and it, 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 it's so far in three episodes in i'm enjoying it uh next next week i should be done and we'll give our you know our two cent review on it and then we'll go from there i'll get on it today i just hate that Kristen Ritter, dude. Her interplay with Matt Murdock is really good. We'll so, see. We'll it, see. It may, I won't say. I mean, to me, to me, she fits. I mean, it's that role of someone who doesn't fit as a badass. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but so far, so good. Three episodes in. Like I said, we'll give our full two set review come next week. Uh, that's pretty much it on the entertainment side. Let's go ahead and jump into the sports. We love our sports here. Um, we talk about it pretty much off the time, all the time. We're always t- discussing sports, and we're going to touch on some some of the topics that we want to talk about. Uh, first up, I you know I already know this fight. We talked about it some last uh, last week. Mayweather Connor is next Saturday. Yes, and we're looking at uh, they just made the announcement of eight ounce gloves. 
I mean, I was like bouncing around uh, the internet and stuff like that, and they were actually showing video live taping, you know, like the feed from the fucking uh, the committee hearing. It's like this is ridiculous. This means nothing in the long run. It, I mean, this is like this People, is this is the most blown out nonsense. I mean, like I was told today at work, like, hey man, you're gonna watch it? I was like, no, I'll watch this fucking freak show. And everyone's like, why are you not gonna watch it? I, I, I'm watching it. That that is it. Um, they're I have to watch it. I mean, how can you not watch it? I'll I'm not paying you. for it, yeah, I'm but still, I'm watching it. I couldn't. I mean, it to me, it's just, I, I hate everything about this. I hate how it came to be. I hate the promotion of it. I hate it all. And it's just, uh, to me, to, it, it's very bothersome. To, to me, it is just hilarious at these Connor fanboys. See, you, just, you're looking at it as just the hater of the fanboys. I just I, but see the thing is is I hate both of them. Yeah. I hate Floyd Mayweather. You know I hate Floyd Mayweather. I I will go against Floyd Mayweather. You have, gone you have a money team hat, don't lie. No, I I can't stand <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. I think he's the biggest scumbag in the world. But the same people who hate Floyd Mayweather for being cocky and brash and this mm-hmm. and that it's are the same, same people who love Conor McGregor for being cocky and brash. I think the only true difference between the two of them is one's white and one's black. No, that <laughs> that Connor goes to fight and he finish he tries to finish fights. And, he and goes, we've already discussed this before he moved up and weight and started having hand hand breaks. Yeah, but, but Floyd Mayweather was a finisher. Yeah, but for a good last what five years of his life, he well, was yeah. Not, but I mean, he's a guy who won championships at 130 pounds, and you want him knocking out 160 pound and 154 pound people. I, I'm not saying, but he never went to engage. He didn't. I, he, the, yeah, the the like I said, we'll go into it again. But people remember warriors. That's why they remember Diego Corrales. That's why they remember Arturo Gotti. Yeah, they their their stats or whatever. But those were true. Like yeah, but Connor's not a warrior. I'm not I talking. Mean, about, I mean, but he he goes to he fight. finishes fights and he has made a living. He has feasted off tiny fighters. Yeah, he's beaten two two people that weren't that weren't under 145 pounds. Two. Nate Diaz, which I still think he lost that fight. Now his numbers don't support it, but go ahead. We, yes, it does. How, how? What numbers don't support it? It's already shown. We had this discussion. I'm, yeah. Nate Diaz outstruck Conor McGregor. Anyways, but go ahead. So what numbers are, are is not? Go ahead. All right. And uh, Eddie Alvarez. Name another fighter over one uh, 150, so uh, 145 you, you, that he's beaten. So you're... Because there's a set weight limit within the fighters that he fights, that should be held against him? I'm not saying that. That should, You just say because he didn't beat anybody over 145 pounds. Everyone else who fights he, with him... No, what I'm telling you is is when Conor, uh, when Floyd Mayweather fought at lighter weights, he was able to finish fighters. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He finished Eddie Alvarez at 155, but Eddie Alvarez was one of the dumbest... Had the he dumbest fought, game plans in the history of game he, plans. Yeah. And then he fought... Nate Diaz, who he did not finish in two fights. Mm-hmm. But Nate Diaz is a hard finish. No, Josh Thompson kicked him in the head and finished him. I mean, yeah, he's but, been but, finished but, before. How many times? I, I, I don't have the number in yeah, front of me. But, but Dos but, Anjos beat his ass. Yeah, he whooped his ass. and then but you got to remember, Nate Diaz has got like 13 losses to his name. Mm-hmm. I but, mean, but, people I, seem I, to forget that. But you, but he wasn't. He, how many times have he finished? It's like Donna Cerrone. It, it happens, but it's rare. No, Donald Cerrone gets finished all the time. You kick Donald Cerrone in the body, he's finished. Well, he, I never knew he lost part of his intestine. Yeah, he got, like, gored by a bull. 
Was it Gore Bible? I thought it was a motorcycle accident. Maybe it was a motorcycle accident, but I thought he was like uh, from bull riding. I mean, he does all of it. So. Yeah. That's it. So it's like, well, it's like Brock Lesnar then. Brock Lesnar, because of tuberculitis, he had a part of right. his intestine removed. But no, all I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is I'm just saying when 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 Floyd moved up in weight and started fighting heavier fighters, his and he had a hand hand issue, hand issues, his knockout rate started dropping. But he fought safer too. He didn't fight entertaining fights. Why would you want to engage with a bigger fighter? Because you're the better fighter. He right. Did, he, never in, fought, he never in, fought. He never fought in contact sports. The bigger fighter always has the advantage, right? I guess. I mean, right. I mean, that's an old saying. Yeah. But how true it is. I mean, he is one of the best defensive fighters of all, or he is the best defensive fighter of all time. That's why he's not engaging because he's being yeah. defensive. But as I say, it's not entertaining. I, I 100% agree. That's, but what, I, but I'm, I, that's I, all I'm saying. I don't know where the hell you're taking it. No, but that's, uh, what I'm, I'm taking it is, is I'm telling you why he is this. And, and you're trying to tell me that Connor, oh, people love him because he knocks people out. Yeah, because and I'm a, saying a, he knocked out a bunch of small dudes. But it's but he still engages. He doesn't disengage it. Right. Have him fight 170 pounders like Nate Diaz and he wasn't engaging after two rounds. Uh, he's still engaged. <laughs> I mean, he still he didn't disengage. You can't, you can't count two rounds as engaging all the time. When after two rounds, he's fought once at one seventy, twice. Well, no, the other was a catchweight. They weren't at no, one seventy. Both seventy. You might want to double check that. No, you want to double check that? You can get me on movies, but you're not going to get me on this one. All right, we'll double check that a little right. bit. But um, but yeah, like I said, I'm not watching it. It's garbage. Uh, the the thing is, it's just just so blown. Like everything about this, like. They made a, a an article about his fucking uh, Versace, you know, robe, and this is this is the insanity. reason they made a, the reason they made an ordeal about his Versace rose is robe. while he's wearing a Versace robe, mm-hmm. he says it's not about the money. You'd be fucking kidding me! This it's is all, all about, about the money. This is a this is a freak show. They both know. Like I said, this is all about. Like when they're everyone's all like, oh, they hate each other, but then they shared a plane between trips to. They don't give two shits about each other. No, they, no. I, that to me, it's all a ordeal. What I want to see is, I want to see Connor get picked apart. I want to see him get boxed to death, and then I want to see all the Connor fanboys cry. What, so what happens? It, let's say by the my an infinitesimal chance, he wins. What happens then? I think I will. Be sick of hearing about Connor. Well, I understand that. The, but, the but, thing I mean, is, the thing is, is if Floyd wins, you're not going to hear much about it. I yeah. think you'll hear like a week's worth of coverage about it, and then I it's going to disappear. Don't even give it, I don't honestly, I don't give it that. Much. I say not even like three days. And it's, yeah, it's, and it then it'll out. go away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're going to have the you know Skip and Shannon and you know First Take and all them those those kind of shows. They'll talk Ugh. about it for about a week, yeah. and then it's just going to go away in distant memory. If Connor wins. This will be never ending. It will be never ending. It will be the worst thing to ever happen because we won't stop hearing about Connor. Mm. But I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm saying, but there even a snowball's chance in hell is still a chance. A small. I mean, I don't. I, I honestly, I don't see it. Uh, Connor winning, but there's always that weird chance, and I still. You know, I know, but you can't. I mean, it, it, to me, nobody said. Canelo had a puncher's chance. People believe Canelo was going to win because he was a better fighter, a better boxer. People he wasn't. Are, he was young and inexperienced. He wasn't exa- ready he for that. He was green. And that's why I when, when, Cotto, when Cotto went to fight uh, Mayweather... He was old. Yeah, but still. Even then, even a younger Cotto, I would, I would not have given him a chance against Mayweather. No. And that guy hits hard. 
So I I look at Connor's footwork when he's boxing in his videos, and they're like, oh, he's nobody's ever seen movement like Connor. I was like, you don't have MMA, you don't need MMA movement in boxing because you're not throwing kicks and knees, and you're, you're not, not defending. Shooting. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're not, not doing that. You're not setting up the kick after a punch. Yeah, so his, his stupid. You know, like uh, Nate Diaz says, touch butt movement instructor. It's not going to benefit him here. He's going to get two-pieced up, and that's what's going to happen. I, to I, me, I, I think don't he, think – I, I mean, I don't know if he goes out there to – like I said, Mayweather is going to go out there and do as little as possible, score, 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 and just, you know, smother his punches. And it's just going to be so disappointing. And that's the saddest part is like – Everyone's, you know, all the hype built behind this, all this, you know, and it's going to be just like Pacquiao, where Pacquiao fight was just, you went into it with so much hope to be an entertaining fight, and you're just not getting that from Floyd now. Not at 40 years old, not before he broke his hands or whatever, he has not been an entertaining fighter, and the sad part is he makes all this money because people want to see him lose. He found the recipe to success, is not engaging, and make people hate you. Fucking, he is excelling at both. I think it's going to be different this time because I, I don't think I don't think he's no I don't think he's going to engage at first. He's going to wait till Connor comes in because Connor's going to try to make the fight rough and dirty and clinch work because that's what MMA fighters do. And then he's just going to bite his time the first two three rounds. Mm-hmm. Fourth round, Connor's going to start to gas because that's what Connor does. He gases anytime he goes outside of one round. He starts to gas immediately. Mm. But I mean, I always like I told you the the round between an MMA fight, uh, MMA fight. So you're gauging uh, first round to second round. You, you know the gassing on MMA is going to be different to boxing because boxing's what two minutes per round, correct? What's that? Boxing. Are you not listening? Yeah. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. So you take that, you you subtract basically. The, MMA is three five round fights is fifteen minutes. Yeah. So I'm, trying, got, I'm just trying to break that down in boxing. So because in boxing, 10 rounds, so an equivalent of three rounds would be, what, 15 minutes? In boxing, 10 rounds, mm-hmm. which would be the equivalent so of a three-round yeah, fight, so I, is if, 30 minutes. So let's say that would, so he should, in essence, gas between the fifth and sixth round, kind of, as far as noticeable gassing. Well. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm taking away the, the kicks and the holding against the cage and all the other shit that involves in MMA and where boxing is just movement, defense, and then throwing the punch. So I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you're if we're gonna kind of measure with it, I say maybe the six is that's when you see the noticeable decline. Right. Well, I again, I still think fourth round, mm-hmm. which would fall coincide, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and within that range. Uh, and I just think he, you know, Floyd, him not being able to touch Floyd and hit Floyd. At some point, he's just going to sick because he's, he's not. He's, he, <laughs> he's just going to kick him at some point. Yeah. Well, he can't do that because he loses his purse. No, does he? Yeah. I didn't. That, that. That's in the contract. Nice. He, he cannot do any MMA moves. <laughs> uh, but like um, Paulie said, and the Chris Van Heerden, uh, the South African fighter who came to help him, and mm-hmm. he showed. They both said the same thing: touch McGregor to the body. Once he starts getting tired, his hands drop, and then you can start forcing him backwards. They mm-hmm. both said the same thing. I I tend to believe, it, especially Polly Malamazi. I mean, he's still think he's full of shit. I mean, as a person, why? Because did you not watch that documentary? Did I tell you about that documentary he made about the Cotto fight? Uh uh-uh. oh, it's it's called The Magic Man. Go on YouTube. It is one of the worst things ever. He made a documentary leading up to the fight against Cotto, and it was you will see everything wrong about Polly Malamazi. Polly Malamazi. 
through this documentary. He just he was a shitty human being. So from ever since then, it just soured me. I like him as a commentator, hated him as a fighter, and that documentary just cemented my hate for that fucker. Oh, I hate him too. You know I've always yeah. hated him, especially the way he acted after the Kodo fight with half his face was swollen. Like, yeah. yeah, it was uh, it, the best part of this documentary because they they hype him and they hype him and they hype him and they, through the whole thing. So the fight comes and. They're rolling the credits, and it's just him in the back, just crying because he got his ass whooped. Yeah, it's it's poetic justice. Well, but I don't know. Like I said, we'll um, our next ep- will be not this ep- next episode because it'd be, I'm pretty sure it'll be heavy Game of Thrones. Um, but next episode, after two weeks from now, we'll have a breakdown of the fight. You'll watch it. I will watch highlights of it. So we'll go from there, and we could. Uh, There's plenty of websites you can watch it for free. Yeah. I mean... It's going to be one of the most pirated uh, fights, I Which think. sucks, because it slows the stream down big time. Yeah. But, I mean... You, you know what you, you could do? You can't justify $99. No, I can't either. That's yeah. why I'm going to go to, like, brewing. Yeah, so, my yeah. Their friend of my co-worker's all like, well, yeah, if people bring food and beer, it justifies the purchase. I think, even then, I can't... I mean, that's just... That's a lot. I don't know. I mean, for me, to justify having paying $99 for a fight, would I would have to have, like, 100 people at my house. We did the pack out of your house, didn't you? Yep, and I had what we had a crawfish bowl. We yeah, had, you made it into an event, so yeah. it made sense. But there's uh, just nothing about this. I mean, I don't know. I'm interested because it's your hate is makes it interesting. Well, no, I hate both of them. That's so, what I'm saying. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, to me, I just, I, it, it just bothers me how much this is getting, how much run this is getting. Yeah, and what it bothers me too is I have so much respect for for both sports as individual sports. The same way I have respect for baseball and football, MMA and, and boxing, but they're two different sports. And mm. to me, I think boxing's getting such little respect from the MMA community, thinking that Connor can come. I mean, you listen to these fighters. And MMA they're fans. Fight. I mean, they're fans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm a fan too. These guys actually practice and work out, and they believe that Connor is going to win. Like, Brandon Schaub, I don't know if he's a paid shill or not, mm-hmm. but he, all he does is, like, side with Conor McGregor. Well, he's an MMA fighter, so he's gonna. Well, he's just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much, I don't know what else I could talk about it, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll, does, any more news, breaking news, you'll find it on our Facebook page, by the way, Super Toro Brothers Podcast. Go on Facebook, follow us there. We're on Instagram. Our Twitter should be up and running by today, so follow us out. We'll be tweeting you know, news and notes of stuff that we see and uh, follow us there. A uh, little quick shout out to, I mean, we used to have a sponsor that we really didn't do a commercial for back, uh, well, you know, before, you know, this, our systems and rebooting and all that stuff. But Hooks, Rubs, and Spices, if you get a chance, please give them a shout. Go follow them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, my friend Jared, uh, host of uh, Blackout, hashtag Blackout Podcast. He's, uh, this is his business venture. It's on Etsy. Uh, I recommend it. I use the smoking sweetness. It's good on wings. I, I used the I used the what's the spicy one called? Uh, I used it on burgers and chicken wings. Okay. Did you use it in your chili? That no, I don't need. No, I got my own secret rub for my chili. <laughs> By the way, I won first place. Yeah, two hundred and fifty contestants. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'll give you the whole list here real quick. But I use the spicy one on burgers and, and chicken wings, and it works really good. The smoky it's, burn. Is, yeah, is, yeah, that's right. And I use I use meat personally. You got the mad cow, which is a beef and burger uh, seasoning. You have the smoky burn. You have smoky sweetness. You like the smoky burn. I'm not a super hot guy. The sweetness is really good. Well, what's good about the the the, the burn is, is is not like that front punch burn. It's mm-hmm. that late hit. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a mellowed out. Yeah. It still gives you the heat, but it doesn't kill like 
what the you're taste, tasting. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then he also has lemon pepper. Once again, please once do us a favor and check out Hooks Rubs and Spices. They're on all your Facebooks and social medias. Uh, Jared's really cool guy. He also throws uh, recipe cards when you with each order. I use the recipe card to do my chicken wings, which my baked chicken wings, and they come out great. Uh, I like throwing uh, this little seasoning on some French fries right out the fryer too. It's delicious. So give it a yeah. shot. Hooks Rubs and Spices. Thank you for the support, guys. Let's continue on on the sports. Two things happened to the Miami Marlins here recently. They got sold. Derek Jeter's group, which I don't know how much is, is he just the face or how much he truly put behind it. Uh, Michael Jordan's also an investor in this group, but they purchased the Miami Marlins for $2 billion, I think, give or take, somewhere around yeah. there. Which, how did Derek Jeter come up with that much? I don't think he has it. Well, geez. I mean, I'm sure he's with the group, but yeah. I mean. How much, what is his percentage? Right. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean. Yeah, I mean, because I don't think he was never top paid uh, MLB player at any point in his career. He was no. never making, I don't think, like the A-Rod type style money. But maybe he's very frugal with his money, with his investments, and did really well. But he got a good team, they or te- a team of investors. They purchased it. And now, right after they announced the purchase, the, the number one star of the fucking Miami Marlins, uh, Giancarlo Stanton, is on the trade block. He cleared waivers. Uh, he has a... Fat-ass check, like $290 million, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the reason he's on trade block is that's just kind of what you do when you sell. When you sell. you mm-hmm. got to get all those heavy contracts. I know he, he's one of the few draws, but what I think they're going to do he's is... He's on a mashing tear right yeah. now, dude. He's ridiculous. Um, he's made Aaron Judge a distant memory as Jaren, uh, Aaron Judge has become a... A strikeout king. He, he broke the record for most consecutive, consecutive strikeouts. And I, kept, and I kept telling everybody, I was like, look, the kid's on fire. He, he's a good ball player. But once home run derby and all-star break comes, he's going to go on a decline. Mm-hmm. And uh, people get... are going to start figuring him out. And when you got a six-foot-seven strike zone, it, pitchers have so much different ways to attack you. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start figuring him out. So now it's Aaron Judge's turn mm-hmm. to adjust to the pitchers. And see what happens. Right. Can he adjust? Right. So. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the kid. I like the kid. He, he's good for baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, he's everything. Every time you hear him interview, he's a great guy. But he, he he's fallen way behind. And now Stanton's way up. But that contract's ridiculous. But what I think the new group's going to do is they're going to get their new management team. They're going to get new general managers. Mm-hmm. And I President. think they're going to... Yeah, and then Manager. I think they're gonna change that that awful like I you don't even know what I don't even know what the hell you call that thing in center field the little fountain <laughs> the, yeah the, the, yeah that thing is an eyesore yeah it's atrocious yeah I just I don't know what they're gonna do but I mean you can't get rid of your draw I know how much how much of an albatross that contract is but you have to when you're shitty like the Astros were shitty. We didn't have a draw. There was no singular There player. was no draw, but there was a plan. And, you know, it, it sucks because people didn't buy into the plan. Mm. I was one of the few believers in Lunau, and I thought, I was like, this guy's got a plan. I said it over and over on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, um, this guy's got a plan. So just bear, you know, bear with the man. But nobody, you know, that's, that's going to, it's looking like that's the thing baseball teams are starting to do now is what the Astros did. Mm-hmm. Five years of absolute tanking, build up your fi- uh, farm, farm system, system, and then just start bringing you, up. Yeah, you got to also catch breaks, too, within that. I mean, like, there's no way you could have said Altuve was planned. I mean... No, not at all. Yeah. I mean... The, the, it, One of the little, best hitters uh, in the game. Yeah, little luck is involved, but, I mean, you got Correa, you got Bregman, you got Springer, uh, Altuve, um, 
Fisher is probably one of the better ones. Fisher, you got Kyle Tucker on, in the pipeline. You got this kid that pitched yesterday, uh, Forrest Whitley, mm-hmm. uh, who was dominant in Double A. Um, McCullers. Um, if he ever gets healthy. If he ever gets healthy. Keichel. Keichel. You know, you got these guys that came up through the through their own farms and Davinsky and mm-hmm. Devo's been a beast, yeah. Yeah, uh, and those are all products of, of Lunau. And then he's this year he added that veteran element. Um, it was disappointing. I, I'm glad that they didn't sell the farm, but it was disappointing that he didn't have, you know, Daryl Morey, he's always got plan A, plan B, plan C, Yeah, plan he's like D. plankton. He's got all the way to the plan Z. And the way Lunau looked is like he had plan A and plan B and then and nothing this, else. Yeah, yeah. No. And the thing that pissed me off the most about the lack of moves that they had is that you have to be aggressive because your window is short. Or, you know what I'm saying, the, that time that we have these players because you're not going to be able to pay all these motherfucking people. It is an impossibility. So you had to get aggressive. And like the Cubs, a month from training deadline, they're out there making moves and making great moves. And now they're starting to crop, creep back in within the central race. And Astros just waited, 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 waited. And then they, all their hopes were on Britain, get him from the Orioles, and then nothing happened. And then and they, I mean, they have a plan in place. It was going to get done. And the owner at the last minute said, no. So you waited till the absolute last minute to get this shit done when you could have done that a week ago and would have been in better shape. Right. Because you got a plan for that inevitability of something going wrong, but they never did. So, I don't know. And hopefully, I mean, Marlins have some plan in place because they don't have anybody. Jose Fernandez is gone. They're number one ace. Uh, you know, Giancarlo Stanton, you know, possibility of moving. So, who do you, what do you do? I don't know. We'll see. You rebuild. You yeah, you tear. Do. You tear that fucker down, and then you rebuild. They're I mean, gonna have to. They're gonna do. have to eat some of that controversy. Whoever you know jumps onto it, he'll be a Yankee or a Red Sox, which would still be dangerous, mm-hmm. or even a Dodger. So we'll see how it happens. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. And you know, jumping on the the baseball bandwagon here, the Dodgers are they ever gonna lose here in the near future? Yes. I mean, that team is right now. They made moves, and everything they've done so far has been really, really well. They're on a good clip. I think they're almost at ninety wins. They're damn near close to it. I think. Yeah, I mean, they're they're killing it, and they're on pace to break a record. So, but you got to remember, Dodgers in the playoffs as well. So yeah, Kershaw is his uh, nemesis is playoff uh, hitting. I don't know, man. We'll see. It's been inter- it's been a fun watch because at the time you were like, oh, Dodgers and Astros, the top two teams going back and forth, boom, 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 and then Astros just said <laughs> straight down. And I mean, they've not been good out of the break. Injuries again. No team has. I don't think, like you said before, no teams had the kind of injuries they've had this year, and they're still kind of sustaining. They have. They're in a shit division, so we'll see what happens. God, I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll see. Um, little UFC breaking news before we uh, head out. Um, JDS just recently here, pop for drugs is out of his fight with the uh, Naguanu uh, for two fifteen. Yes, two fifteen. So very devastating. Uh, Francis was visibly upset on Twitter. Was very pissed because he's in the middle of his camp, you know. And, and this, he's this a, one and of the he's a, and he's a rising star. I mean. And, Devastating hands, yeah, for the heavyweight division. I like if he wins the division, if he gets the belt from Stipe, there's really not much behind that could push him until someone comes up again like he did. But this dude got dynamite in his hands, and JDS Roids. Brazilians are known for two things: steroids and excuses, as Jose likes to say. So 
I want to know it's what his true, excuse. Though. How many times have Brazilians been popped for steroids, and how many times when they lose they got an excuse? excuse. I don't know, man. I really don't. We'll see what happens as this kind of. What's his excuse? We got it. We haven't heard from him yet. It's still new. Like you said, they haven't even updated the the damn UFC app. M- MMA uh, Brazilian fighters in MMA and steroids are like Dominican ball players in steroids. I mean, it seems like they they're they're always getting popped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have to get out of that situation. Like Brazil's. I get, I get it. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But yeah, it's just. And if you've been, let's say he's been using steroids. At some point, you have to win because he hasn't won in a long time. <laughs> so if, if maybe that's it's why he slept him. Yeah, I know. And it's just he ever since he fought Kane, he's never been the same. And the same for Kane. Kane's been garbage ever since uh, Verdun beat him. So I don't know, man. It's that was his own fault. I still remember. I knew he was going to lose that fight when he showed up to Mexico City two weeks before the fight. Yeah, and he, you can you can't be at a place that's even higher than Mile High City. Mm-hmm. And expect to adjust to the altitude. Nah, and he, he gasped. Yeah, you, it was sad. It was one of the saddest fights ever. I've always hated Kane, but whatever. It's it, it is what it is. He's still. I think he's rumored to fight here in the near future. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um. You had anything else you want to add on the UFC side or the MMA side? Um. I just think um the the next card to look out for is two seventeen. When's the, the date on that? You know. Uh, I think it's in October. Um, okay. It's going to be Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. It's the Bis- Bisping uh, GSP card. Another card. Um, I think GSP took the easier fight. I, everybody. Well, I don't know. I think Tyron Woodley's an easy fight because he doesn't do anything. But my uh, Bisping is weak against wrestlers, and he, this is going to be a lay and pray, get the belt and run. Yeah, but it's different when you got a small guy trying to take out a big guy because at, at fight night, George St. Pierre maybe. 190, maybe 200 pounds. Bisping would probably be closer to like 220. I, I mean, he's know. got the height advantage, weight advantage, reach advantage. I, I don't know, man. I just, I've just, this was, I'm, G- GSP should have came back to 170 and squared up there. I 100% agree. I understand why they made this fight because as soon as Whitaker got hurt, you had to do something for Bisping because you're not going to give it to Weidman after one win yeah. beating, uh, uh, you know, Kevin Gastelum, um, Luke Rockholt. Who's ready lost to Bisping. Yeah. Who hasn't fought since, if I'm not mistaken. He beat Bisping, he lost to Bisping, and he hasn't fought since then. Something about, like, surgery or something like that. Joel Romero just lost. To Whitaker. Whitaker. Um, Jacare lost. Jacare lost. Musai left. Yeah. The Bellator, so. Which is still a stupid thing, but. Speaking of which, I guess we could talk about Frank Mir going to Bellator. Why? Which is stupid. Yeah, he hasn't fought in years. I think I think Bellator should become UFC's like, retirement home for, for UFC Yeah, because they've even talked about a Tito Iceman Chuck fight. Chuck Liddell yeah. fight. That's so stupid. Who wants to see that? I mean, you talk about the freak show that is Connor and Mayweather. This, Bellator is the ultimate freak show. It's this, like a juggalo show. Yeah, this is the problem I always... You know, people are always like, well, Bellator's catching up on UFC. No, they're not. The, the way they run their production is like... I don't know, like wrestling at the Pasadena Town Square Center or yeah, something it's like the, that. It's it, regional it, style, right? yeah. Yeah, it is so bad for a company that's backed by Viacom and to have such a poor production value. And then they go back around and then do um, these has been fighters, like, you know, Ken Shamrock versus. Voice Gracie. Yeah. I mean, shit like that. It's. it's it's, it's embarrassing. La- and then they main event those fights. That's the saddest part. So you Chell t- Sonnen and Wanderlei Silva going out in walkers and shit. And yeah. then Chell has the Chell is not who he was. 
I mean, he's his 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 uh, insults are lame. He he's tried too hard. And the saddest part is he he's like uh, he was a smack off champion for Jim Rome, which is the saddest thing because I mean. Honestly, that's 100% that was a gimme. Like, he just gave it to him because he was a celebrity. Right. This was, that's what he is. He's just a mockery. I don't know about that. Remember uh, Jim Harbaugh's uh, <laughs> smack up cop? Yeah, that was bad, <laughs> terrible. But uh, I don't think, yeah, see, but it's just, Chell is terrible for the sport. He's entertaining as a, like, on ESPN when he's doing the commentating and breakdown mm-hmm. and shit. He's very entertaining. He's very knowledgeable. And he could speak. But the the sideshow factor that he's bringing into it is just just ridiculous. Um, who else is on that card? Uh, I, the one I'm really looking forward to is the uh, Masvidal uh, Stephen Thompson fight. Yeah, uh, can I he that, can Masvidal pull a fight out that of Thompson? Dude, that dude scraps. Yeah, I, I still think he beat Damian Maya. I think he got hosed. Mm-hmm. He's uh, you know I, I just love watching that kid fight. Mm-hmm. I mean he he's from he was from the Kimbo Slice yeah. team and stuff like that. So um, I, I'm really Finally excited to see Dillashaw and Garbrandt fight. Uh, uh, if it ever happens, you never know. Well, it's it's signed and delivered. Yeah. Now, hopefully, uh, evil injury bug stays away. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the one. You know, that's a pretty solid card. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, yeah, injury bug does have its uh, tendency to rear its ugly head and just destroy great fights <laughs> before they happen. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to... I know we talked a little bit about possibly doing our prediction for the football season, or you want to wait for the next episode? It's up to you, bud. This is your show. I'm just a co-host that drinks beer. Uh, we can... I just... I don't know, man. Uh, I... Fuck it. Let's get it. Let's get into it. Uh, NFL, too early for uh, <laughs> primetime. <laughs> Way uh, too early NFL predictions. So, I'll let you... Let's go ahead and go through the AFC. Let's start on the East, which should be unanimous between the both of us. Patriots. It's Patriots. Uh, now they added uh, was it Brandon Cooks from New Orleans? Yeah, whatever they they've added so much, it's not even fair. I mean, you it's give him stupid. a better than average receiver, it's really unfair because he makes the. He's best already got team. Edelman. He's got Gronkowski. I mean, Hogan, whoever, Hogan and he uh, makes it's just, it's just yeah. And even I mean, you think about receivers who've left the Patriots and done I mean, nothing, and who has become successful? Yeah, Nobody. not a single one. Yeah. Not a single one. Hell, he made Jabbar Gaffney look decent. Yeah. Uh, let's go north. Who you got out of the north on the AFC? Hmm. I'm going to go with Steelers. Steelers as well. Yeah. I mean, if Le'Veon Bell is healthy, you know, if everything, if Roethlisberger's healthy. If he ever shows back up. He's talking about not showing up until after season starts because he's in a contract holdout. Yeah. Bro. And then, uh, you know, I mean, Antonio the Bengals, Brown. I just, they just there's don't nothing, do it. Yeah, there, there's it's nothing entertaining, or not entertaining, there's nothing... That they do. I mean, Flacco going out just makes you say, "No, yeah, you're not going to win Ravens." And then the Browns are the, the Browns. Browns, right? Uh, Deshaun Kaiser looked kind of good going. I mean, everyone's and, you know you got Brock there. Brock can lead him to the promised land. <laughs> Fuck you, Browns. Thank you for taking our Brown, garbage. Uh, Brock Shop. Yeah, Brock Shop. Um, yeah, it's Pittsburgh's to lose. Yeah, hundred percent honesty. Because I think at this point, I'm going to call it right now. Marvin Lewis will be fired. From the Bengals, how this that year. motherfucker ain't been fired yet? Because I mean, he's got he, he's got dirty players. I mean, a sketchy team. Yeah, they make the playoffs, but they don't they don't ever make it out of the first round. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna call it this year. He will finally get fired. You have to have some kind of change at the right. top there, and this will happen this year. Now, is it gonna be before the end of the season or at the end of the season? We'll see. You know, like I look at the Cleveland Browns as like the you know 
the sisters of the poor yeah. <laughs> in, in football. I mean, they got bad luck. And you know, for, but for they some really reason, bad luck. But for some reason, every time I see the Cincinnati Bengals, and I don't know why, but I think Cincinnati Bengals, I think white trash. <laughs> that's my that's my equivalence to the because Cincinnati. they put chili on spaghetti. That's why stupid people. So. <laughs> but um, let's go ahead uh, south. I'm gonna go with the Titans. I will stay. With, I'm gonna say Texans. Yeah. Mm. I, I have. Uh, we'll go to my Titans prediction. I have zero faith in Mariota. Um, I don't think they've improved all really all that much. Uh, they have improved. I don't know. Defensively, I, they improve. Offensively, they've got some wide receivers. Uh, they even drafted what some people consider the, the best uh, wide receiver, and I'm I'm drawing a blank on it. I, I think I it's, Michael Williams was supposed to be the best wide receiver out of this draft. No, they he's they, people think he's slow and this and that. This mm. kid uh, out of uh, Western Michigan, oh. uh, I think Coy Davis is his yeah. name. Is they call him Terrell 2.0. Well, that's even terrible. But yeah. No, but as, as far as talent, yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, the attitude and all that is not there, but um, you know they've got a good tight end. They got. Supposedly, on paper, one of the best offensive lines, better than Dallas. So really, we'll yes. see. I don't know. I just have zero faith in Mariota. Can't stay healthy. We'll see how it goes. So, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I mean, it's the it's the Texans division blue because Andrew Luck has not even put on pads and he's had. A, so, and that's one thing I, I don't understand. Some people are saying that he's gonna play first game, and some people say not till the sixth game of the season. No, he's going to be on the pup. I, I'm, yeah. I'm calling that now. I think it would be pupless because he, you can't have that kind of surgery that late in the year or, I guess, late in the football year, you know, in January, and think you're going to be back and ready in time for football season. It's just it's not – and if you rush him, it just shows what a shitty organization you have. We could do it this way. Let him uh, finish out his contract and he come play for the Texans on his ass end of his career. Okay. Um, West, who you got? That's a tough one, but I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to go with Oakland. Uh, you know what? I'm going to bring it back and go oh Well, I just like their defense. I like the moves they made. Yeah, I'll go with Oakland. You know, a good yeah. running with Marshawn Lynch, uh, good, you know, a good running back. And Andy Reid just has this this way of making it happen but just failing in the playoffs, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I, I just I oh, I, to me for some reason I think that Patrick Mahomes drafting is going to cause more issue than people think in that locker room. That's who I wanted the Texans to draft. I wanted Mahomes. I think Deshaun, I'm I'm happy with Deshaun. I'm I mean, I'm happy with Deshaun, but I, I think long term, I think after Mahomes develops, mm-hmm. I think he'll... I don't know. I, I, I really, really like Deshaun, and I like what the intangibles bring. But I'm uh, either way, I mean, that's 1A, 1B to me. Yeah, you know what I'm going to bring back? I'm going to go with Oakland as well. Mm-hmm. I You know, thinking about it, Alex Smith is getting old. Mm-hmm. So, and but their defense is still stout. You still got. Uh, I just think people are thinking Marshawn Lynch is going to do more than what he's going to do. I don't. I think he's going to be Jerome Bettis 2.0. I don't even think he's going to be that because you Jerome Bettis is an elite grounded individual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With Marshawn, you don't know what the hell you're going to get game to game. So. Yeah, I mean uh, he's funny and I love watching him, but I'm 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 sure he's done. Okay, so we have your conference champions. Who do you think's uh, your wild card picks? Texans mm-hmm. and Chiefs. I went Tennessee and the Chiefs. Yeah, because there's really nothing. I don't with. There's nothing in in the East. I there's mean, nothing, not the Dolphins. Nothing. Sure as hell, not the Jets. No. They. I mean, did you read that story about the? They might be one of the worst teams in the history of football. Yes. Yes. From top to bottom, Woodrow Johnson. On like down. What, you heard when uh, was it Hackenberg? 
They got yelled at? Yeah, yeah, because he couldn't, he couldn't <laughs> he break could, the huddle. He couldn't even break a huddle. I was like, wow, that's that's a shit show. And Buffalo is Buffalo. They have no quarterback. Uh, they just traded a fucking uh, the guy they gave all the picks to the Cleveland Browns to get uh, that went to L.A. I'm just blanking. Uh, he's uh, He played with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Sammy Watkins. They oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they all this fucking picks, and not even three years later, you're trading him away for nothing. You received nothing that you gave. Right. I mean, yeah, the Browns did shit with their picks, but at least they did something. Y'all did nothing. So they're in full rebuild mode. I don't see Jacksonville doing shit because Blake, Blake Bortles. Jacksonville has, is every year everyone's like, they're the team to beat, and they're never the team yeah, to beat. No, nah, I don't see I don't really don't see uh, Fournette doing much. Bortles first He's day. He's hurt. Yeah. Bortles first day of practice, seven interceptions. <laughs> that you know, there and then Indianapolis, you're, Indianapolis. You heard uh, uh, what's his name, Allen Robinson? Keep the fucking ball in bounds. Yeah, it's so. uh, yeah, it's it's a mess over there. Do you see that video of those? They were doing lineman drills, and a guy just missed the whole tackling sled altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there is that is a such a shit show. And they, they have, have talent. I just and they don't everyone's, have like, everyone's like, well, Tom, Tom Coughlin's back and this and that. Well, he's Tom a Coughlin, yeah, he's Tom be like Coughlin's Phil. not the coach. He's gonna be like Phil Jackson. He just he's there to get his checks while he's in retirement. Yeah. The West, I mean, San Diego's trash. Uh, Kansas City and like, I think Oakland are the only two ones worth a damn. Yeah. Um, I'm just blanking on who this team in the West is. Denver Broncos. Oh, Denver Broncos. I was like, it's like, holy crap. But, yeah, that's so, it has how little I think about them. They may have Von Miller, but they have no quarterback play. Simeon's garbage. Uh, who did that I wouldn't go so far as to call a kid garbage. I think he's decent. Garbage. And who's their, what's that, the rookie they got last year that from Memphis? Jackson Lynch. Yeah, done shit. So, I re- there's nothing. They to- still have a nice defense. They still have, like, some of the best cornerbacks in the league. So, uh, I think they'll, I just think, what I'm saying is, is their games will be like 13 10 instead yeah. of like 42 to 10 so so yeah and then the north is the north um let's jump ahead into the nfc what do you got going on in the north i'm gonna go with the packers yeah i think it's the packers division to lose with uh, no word on teddy bridgewater sam bradford like everyone's all like oh sam bradford's gonna make a difference i was like nah man and he he became sad bradford during the season yeah uh their defense is great but i don't think at some point a defense a great defense because there's no more defenses that are going to be the Ravens. There's no more defenses going to be the 85 Bears where they straight-ass carry a team. And that's the problem with the Texans. If they get great quarterback play or above-average quarterback play, they'll be good with a good defense. But you can never, in this day and age, you cannot have a subpar offense out there with a top-tier defense because you're going to tire those motherfuckers out at some point. Right. And they're going to turn on each other. It's just human nature. So, uh, yeah, it's green base to lose. Uh, let's go East. What are you thinking? I'm actually picking the Giants. That's a candy. I'm going to give it to the Cowboys until they lose it. As much as it pains me to say it, as uh, I think it, the Ezekiel Elliott suspension for but, four to six games. Yeah, I, I think the NFL is going to stand pat and give them six games. And yeah, because they that don't fuck. Po- the one thing they don't fuck around with is the, the what's that player poli- conduct policy. Yeah. They don't fuck around with that shit. No. So, and he has too many skeletons. But until the, I see otherwise, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I like uh, the additions that the Giants made. That's ridiculous. If Eli can play like just like seventy percent of a quarterback, I think he'll. They can win the division. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll have decent running backs. Their wide receiver core is good. The defense looks to be great. Um, so I'm going to go with the Giants. I have the Cowboys winning the wild card though. Maybe we're not wild card yet. What? Well, don't jump! Don't jump the gun! <laughs> bitch. All right, uh, South. I'm going to go with Atlanta again. Tampa. 
I really like the moves they made. Uh, I got them wild card, too. Yeah. Uh, God damn it, man. Can't you wait two minutes? No! <laughs> Tampa, I like a lot. Uh, Jameis is improving. The weapons he has is honestly ridiculous. You have uh, Mike Evans and uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. How is that even fair? And a dude who can actually throw. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, I don't know how. I mean, Gerald McCoy still anchoring the defense. We'll see how it goes. I mean, they're on an entertaining uh, hard knocks, even though it seems to be a long uh, Game of Thrones commercial at some points. Yeah. But it's still entertaining, so we'll see how it goes out of there. Uh, all that's left is really the West, or the least, if you want to call it. <laughs> there's really nothing out of the West. It's that, Seahawks. I mean, I mean they'll it's, probably it's be, not uh, the Niners. It's not the Rams. It's not the Cardinals. Cardinals. Um, it's just the Seahawks' division to lose, and they don't have to even play. This is how it was. Remember when the, the Seahawks went in with a losing record into the playoffs? This is how bad their division is this year. They can go in. With a, like a you know a really shitty record, a losing record, a seven and eight record or whatever you know whatever seven eight and one I think is what they went in that last time. They can go in that again, and they don't have to try. It's, right. it's, so it that it's that bad. It's not no, it is that bad. Yeah, it's about that bad. Um, I, my wild cards was the Giants in Atlanta as well. I was really hemming and hawing on Atlanta. How are you having winning? I don't know. Oh no, you have Tampa winning, right? Yeah, okay. That's you. That's Come on, yeah. calm down. Uh, but. And okay, so divisional conference champions. AFC? I'm, I'm gonna go, I just think it's gonna be a repeat of last year. Really? I think it's gonna be Patriots and Atlanta, uh, Atlanta in the Super Bowl again. Yeah. I look at this. I see it's just Pats, and it's theirs to it's theirs to lose. I mean, geez. I will say this, and some I, I know I, I was kind of arguing, you know the. When I was going off into space there a few minutes, I was kind of, you know, arguing about this. But And everyone's like, well, that's not a big revelation. But I really think since Devontae's getting a huge contract, he's just going to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's now the highest paid running back yeah. in the NFL, which to me makes little to no sense. But I, mean, I, I, I've, I, never, I never pictured him as a premier back to right. be paid that amount of money. Right. Uh, good back? Yeah, very good back. Yeah, but I mean, no. not that kind of money, yeah. not tie up that kind of cap space no. back. No, I mean he's not Peterson. He's not. I. He's not a. He's, he's not, not a heavy David Johnson. Back. He's not Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, he's not Le'Veon Bell. Mm. So I, I, I just don't get it. But yeah. Well, the good thing is, uh, we'll keep a tab of this. I will keep this piece of paper. We'll check on it as the season progresses, and hopefully, our you know our Texans will. Be truer to my prediction than your prediction, yeah. but we'll, hey, just get to the playoffs. Yeah, get your whether they win the AFC South or they get their wild card. I mean, I just mean, get fuck there. the Titans in every which way or form. Uh, uh, they're dead to me. So. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add before we part, Jose? No, I hope we can stay uh, this kind of consistent and and two in a row is a big step. For I us. know. I, th- I think we should ask some of our, our our listeners to see if they can do some photoshops of us. Since you know we had a couple photoshops of mm. some of the stuff that we posted on our Facebook page, I thought mm. they were really hilarious. Um, but other than that, you know, keep tuning in. We're gonna keep trying to evolve, tr- keep trying to get better, and you know, this is this is my escape. So yeah. I enjoy doing it. So, so you're off Wednesdays get- now, right? Uh, not next week um, because I needed the weekend off for mm. fantasy football. Um, but priorities, I, yeah, priorities, of course. Um, 
But, I mean, I'm not working late schedule. I get off at, uh, I work 10 to 8 on some days, 8 to 5 some days. So, so. we'll try to shoot for Wednesday. I don't like to go too far into the week, uh, you know, circumstances for this week, you know, uh, getting ready for school for the kids and all that good stuff. But we'll try to get on a weekly schedule. Once Jose's on to his uh, new, just Scott, uh, <clears throat> new job schedule, I'm on pretty much a permanent bid for the foreseeable future, so my days are set. We're going to give you um, routine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're going to be routine. We're going to be there. Uh, this format runs a little bit easier. We don't want to drag it out too much. But as we go forward. We don't have to do a, a three-hour homework job yeah. by, by you I, know, watching a movie and writing notes and stuff like Not that I didn't like that. Maybe we can you know do a throwback. Every now and then, yeah. And, and have fun with it because it, it was fun. Yeah. Um, but. To do it every every podcast became a little became a little rough. And yeah, we'll be reaching out to people, bringing in guests, getting their two cents. Uh, we're gonna make this uh, pretty more interactive as well. Reach out to us um, on I, I Facebook. Do an, I do have an idea for a guest. Who's that? Uh, my friend uh, Jennifer Fuller. She's um, she's a writer for the Houston Press, and she does oh. covers food. No kidding. That'd so be great we, to bring we, can, we, we can do like a, a food And we episode. are both foodies. Uh, yep. I'm not as uh, <laughs> an ass about it as much as you are, but I do enjoy good food. So that'd be really great. Uh, yeah, but you're an ass about comic books and movies, and yeah. I'm an ass about food and beer. So Yeah, and then we, I mean, we still got Danny who used to, we could always bring in if anything. Yep. But we have some guests we could reach out to, and we'll, we'll expand. Uh, we'll get further, and I'll probably be on Twitter begging a celebrity see if I could get wrangle one into this uh, interview here. <laughs> Please there, like. talk to me. So, but uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Reach out to us. Uh, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button, and give us a holler back. Let us know what you think. Thank you again for listening. My name's Nelson Toro. This is Jose. Peace out, y'all. Cheese and crackers, bitches.